Hey guys, Dr. LeHue, thank you for joining me for another video. Today we're wrapping up our study of Taking Back Your Marriage by William Doherty. And I'm working on the last chapter, the Take Action for Your Marriage or Take Action to Support Your Marriage. And I want to just talk about, uh, you know, this desire to make things better in your home and how it can actually cause problems. Um, I know you're going to watch videos like this. Maybe you go to seminars. Maybe your church is hosting a class on marriage. And the temptation is for you to read a book or to watch videos, get excited about uh, your marriage again, and maybe become hopeful about your marriage. And then to think, you know, I need to go back home and I need to get my husband or I need to get my wife to realize, you know, what potential there is and they ought to get excited like I'm excited and you're kind of setting yourself up for a dangerous situation there because it's good that you're excited it's good that you have hope again it's good that you're passionate to see change and to make this marriage better but let me just warn you before you you go and sit down and talk with your spouse um, and all excited about what you've learned and all excited about the changes that you want to make, realize that you could get discouraged pretty quick if you go back and sit down with your wife or your husband and, and you unload all of this excitement only for them to kind of, remember, they didn't read the book. They maybe didn't watch the videos. They weren't at the seminar. And so they'll listen to you talk about all this, and then they might shrug their shoulders and say, okay, yeah, you know, that sounds great. And they might kind of, you know, not respond with the same energy that you're looking for, which can then in turn cause you to feel discouraged and feel like, you know what? You don't care about this. I'm the only one. And here we go again. See, I'm the only one that cares about this marriage. I'm the only one that cares about this relationship. You have this blase attitude, take it or leave it, this withdrawn attitude. And we're never going to be able to make any progress as long as you keep this disconnected attitude. And so you may actually do more harm than good. And if you're not aware that um, you're all jazzed up and excited, but they may need to be convinced, you know. So don't expect that they're going to respond with, you know, the same enthusiasm and excitement that you have. Just that's okay though. It doesn't mean you can't go forward. Just be patient with them and recognize that it may it may be a matter of of they want to see results first. Maybe they are kind of suspicious that, well, we've done this before. You know, I've gotten excited before, or I've gotten hopeful before. And they might just be a little bit suspicious that we want to see results first. Uh, reading books and all that that's great watching videos that's great but let's let's see what you know what what real changes we're talking about the other thing is is you know you may be ready for some change because you've had some time to process it but maybe they don't want to change you know and all they're hearing is you don't measure up when you come home and you say hey we've got to make some changes and i'm so excited about our marriage and i you know you might also get that response from them of one of offense that you're suggesting that I'm not a good husband. I'm not a good wife. You're suggesting that there's problems and you're hinting kind of that I'm the cause of those problems. And so rather than that person, your spouse, you know, being a partner with you at this point when they're just hearing about 
you know, and they're seeing all this enthusiasm in you, don't be surprised if they take it as though you're attacking them. Because what are you doing? You're raising that there's a problem. And they're going to feel like, well, you think I'm the problem then. Because you're coming and talking to me that there's things that need to change. You must mean you want me to change. And so you may see some resistance at the beginning. And don't be surprised if you see some resistance. Um, So you've got this new thrill of excitement because of new information or a new purpose once again. And you want your spouse to share that same thrill, but maybe they haven't come to it at the same way you've come to it. So don't be surprised if you either see some negative reaction that you're, you're not anticipating or some indifferent in a, uh, reaction. And don't let that stop you. That doesn't mean that you need to just give up and say, well, you know what, here we go. We'll just go back to the way we were, just roommates. You know, just hope for the best. It doesn't mean that you can't proceed forward. Just I'm cautioning you that you may not see the same level of enthusiasm at the beginning that you have and just expect that. That doesn't mean that you're not going to start working for a better marriage. You should start working for a better marriage. Um, Just realize that your mate may be wondering, what are you going to do to me? You know, what changes does this mean for me? When you propose a change in your marital relationship, you are rocking the boat. You're upsetting the status quo. And just recognize that there may be some resistance to that. Um, New ideas coming from one spouse could disturb the balance of the other spouse. Okay? If you start changing the way you're dancing, then it's going to change the way they dance. And if they're not ready for this, um, you know, rather than be thrilled, they could be chilled. Okay. So what you might do to start small is when you give a little attention to your marriage and let's say you do something special, like let's say you come up with an idea and you take some leadership, some initiative, some things we've talked about on our videos and you say, Hey, why don't we go out for dinner this weekend? Just you and I, just you and I get away. We're going to get a babysitter, leave the kids at home. Let's go. I don't want to go to a movie where we just sit and watch a movie. Let's go. Let's go out to eat and let's go. uh, Let's go walk through the park. Something simple. I mean, who can't go out to eat and walk through the park? Okay. And then when you're done with that event, focus on trying to make it a pleasant time for them. Okay. So go trying to focus on, I'm going to be engaged in conversation, I'm going to show affection, and I'm going to try to make this a pleasant interaction. I don't want to bring up things to fight about. I don't want to bring out all all the problems with the kids. I don't want to talk about health problems, unless they do. Now, if they want to talk about health problems and things, then I'm going to be attentive. But I want to focus on this being a positive interaction. That's the goal, okay? That they enjoyed themselves. Again, marriage turns around when you focus on on meeting their needs, not on meeting your own needs, okay? So, when that is over, on your way home, when you're driving home, why don't you put your hand over on their hand and say, you know, I had so much fun tonight. That was just good, just to get away. I hope we can do more things like this. 
Okay, so what'd you just do? What you're doing is you're saying, we had a good interaction. This might be a good thing to make into a ritual, a routine, a ritual. Why? And just, let, just leave it out there and let them think about it, okay? Let them hear that. Just roll it out there and let it float, okay? Let it float. It's a bid. You're making a bid is what you're doing. You're making a bid. You're letting it float. And you want to see how they respond. And if they say, yes, this really has been a good time. You're right. We should. You know what? Why Now we respond. We say, you know what? Why don't we just plan on every other Friday or every Friday or every Thursday? And you see? You're, you're on your way to creating a new ritual. But you see what you did is you gave a sample first of how good it could be. Now think how different that is than you coming home from your marriage seminar at church, sitting down across the table from your husband or your wife who didn't go to that seminar and say, pastor said we need to have rituals in our marriage and starting this Friday, you're going to go out to dinner with me and we're going to have a good time. And you just laid down the law and said, this is the way it's going to be, whether you like it or not, whether you have plans or not, it's important. So we're going to do it. No real understanding as to what that event's going to look like. It's just slam. Here you go. This is the way it's going to be. You can see that it's far better to do it the other way. So that's something for you to think about. And you could apply that with other things, not just date night, you know, but maybe just uh, um, the way you go to bed at night, okay? The way you go to bed at night uh, or the way you put the kids to bed at night or washing dishes together after, after supper. Move in to their world, do something with them that you both enjoy, particularly that they enjoy, and then say, wasn't that great? You know, maybe we should think about doing something like this more often or more as a routine. Um, and rather than come in with, here's a change that you need to make or here's a change we need to make, make the change and then talk about the change. Um, so even without making any comments about it, without advanced comment, just go ahead and take, take action. I think it's, fine if you want to bring up something that you have an idea maybe just bring it up as an option and say hey I was thinking this year instead of going back to you know whatever for birthday or Thanksgiving maybe we could do this instead what do you think about it and then just leave it let them talk let them think about it rather than saying this is the way it ought to be let let it don't push for a decision just let it float and see what kind of response you get um, don't forget to maybe bring up your big picture, you know, that you want to have a loving home and that reaffirm your love for them and your devotion to them and your dedication to the marriage. And then insert that desire for the change that you want as a part of accomplishing that big picture. Um, you're acting then as a citizen of your marriage and as a leader of your marriage. So reaffirm your love and your commitment no matter what, and then walk 
sensitively and without blame into the uncharted waters of substantial change in your marriage. So reaffirm why you would want to make this change to bedtime or why you'd want to make this change to watching TV so much or whatever it is as a part of the big picture and then discuss it. Let it be an interaction. There's a quote on this getting toward the end of the book that I thought was really helpful. He says, accepting less than what we want goes against the grain of our consumer-oriented entitlement. Lifelong marriage means accepting uh, who we both are and forsaking new improved models of our husband or our wife. You know, the marketplace says if you can get a better deal, you should take it. But we're saying that lifelong marriage is the better deal. All right. Committed to no matter what. Committed for no matter what. Committed no matter what happens. Means I'm committed to a flawed person. That I, a flawed person, am committed to a flawed person. And the lemon clause doesn't apply. I can't just say, well, I think I married too young. I think, you know, I got a lemon, so I'm going to take her back. And that's not what taking back your marriage means. Doesn't mean, oh, I think I could do better somewhere else. Better is better. So have a better marriage rather than trying to get a better mate. You be a better mate. Be a better husband and watch your wife become a better wife. Okay? So it means we never stop working on our marriage. And that's something I think a lot of people do is they just quit working on it. They just take it for granted. You know, your marriage will easily take the back burner in life because kids will come first. They'll just put themselves first. Work will put itself first. The neighbor down the street going through some kind of trouble will put themselves first in your life. And guess who will go to the background? Your marriage will go to the background. Yet it's the most important thing in your life other than maybe your faith in God is your stability of your marriage but it will easily go to the back and get the leftovers it will move to the background of your life while everything else moves to the foreground and the challenge of marriage of healthy marriages is to move everything else to the background and to bring your marriage to the foreground and say here's where my focus is because i in, i intuitively understand that the happiness of my life is directly tied to the happiness of my marriage and so I'm going to invest where, um, where the need is and where the, the primary relationship is. And that primary relationship is, is my wife. All right. So we make this commitment to be the best spouse we can be, to have the best marriage we can have, that uh, with the Lord's help, we're going to do all we can do to, to be what we've promised to be because it's worth it. So like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you guys for watching this video. I wish you the best.